Hello and welcome back to the Football Fan Central podcast. First of all, uh, sorry we missed last week's podcast, so this is maybe a bit of a longer episode because we're going over the last two weeks worth of football in the Premier League and Championship mostly. I'm joined by Jay Chotai, Man United fan, and James Scales, who is a Crystal Palace fan. But before I go and talk to them, I'm going to have a look at the most recent guess the results that we did. So we started off with uh, Arsenal versus Leicester. I went for an Arsenal 3-2 win. Ethan went for a draw and Jay also went for a 2-0 Arsenal win. And that was a 1-1 draw. So Ethan was the only one that predicted a draw in the end. So well done to him. Next one we looked at was Fulham versus Nottingham Forest. Now me and Ethan, both being uh, Fulham fans, neither of us actually went for a Fulham win. Uh, I went for a draw and Ethan and Jay both went for Forest wins, but Fulham actually won that 1-0. The next game we looked at was Wednesday's game of Sheffield United versus Wolves. I predicted 1-1, Ethan predicted 1-0 to Wolves and Jay predicted 2-0 to Wolves. So again, no one predicted a Sheffield United win and in the end they scored a 93rd minute winner. The next game we looked at was West Brom versus Derby. Uh, We all predicted Derby wins apart from Ethan who predicted a West Brom win. He predicted 3-2 and the game ended 2-0 to West Brom. Derby, who were on good form, that's kind of a bit surprising. But since then, they've dropped off. So that loss has kind of taken them out of the playoff hopes. And the final game we looked at was the North London Derby between Tottenham and Arsenal. I went for a 2-1 win to Tottenham. Ethan went 2-0 to Arsenal. And Jay also went 2-1 to Tottenham. And in the end, Tottenham did win 2-1. So me and Jay got that bang on. And now we'll go over and talk to Jay and James Scales. So recently in the Premier League, Arsenal have been picking up a bit of form, which has been quite surprising because they've been really subpar all season. Um, But now they've beaten Liverpool and Man City. Do you guys think next season they could get top six or do you think they'll still be outside it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think that's well within their ability, for sure. Yeah. No, I definitely believe Arsenal can get top, top six. They have they have great players like Bamiang, Pepe. They've got the ability to definitely get top six. It's just, And their manager's very good as well. They just need to combine it all together and gel it together, as they've been doing. They've got a good formation now, playing defensively and then doing the counter-attack. I think that will work well. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think last week or, or a couple of weeks ago when David Luiz was being a bit of a joke man and messing everything up for them, they didn't really look like there was any way back for them, but they've definitely picked up beating Liverpool and City, who are best two teams in the league. And Arteta said that on kind of skill, his team's actually quite far behind, but their mentality's there. And he said he's happy to to kind of see that. And with uh, United as well, United were picking up form. Jay, I'm sure you were happy to hear that. But then they ended up losing to Chelsea in the FA Cup. And it really wasn't good for you, was it? It was Chelsea absolutely smacked you. Yeah, Chelsea had their tactics completely perfect. They pressed us really well. And then obviously we didn't have Greenwood, Martial or Pogba starting. That really, I think that made a difference. I know we needed a rest, but why not keep the tactics that are already working? I just, it was a bad move from Holly. Like you could tell from the start, from the team sheet, we were, we were in trouble. Yeah, I... Uh... I mean, Man United, like I say, they were looking really good, especially Bruno Fernandes. But there was one dive in that game that was absolutely atrocious from him. Um, but yeah, you know, you win some, you lose some. I suppose you can. It's really rare to just go on a complete win run. And James, what about you? Do you think that United can get top six? 
or, or do you think top four even? Um, optimist in me wants to say yes, but I think they are far behind um, the other teams in the league. You know, Liverpool and Man City are obviously going to get top four. That's um, that's a no-brainer. Um, with Chelsea, with their new signings, they, they, I reckon they can get top four. And I think Arsenal will, will get top four next season as well if they play their cards right in the extended window for transfers. So um, I think they'll definitely get European football, but I'm not too sure about Champions League. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair enough. I mean, I think next year is going to be so much more competitive than this year. Well, I, I hope so anyway, because it's always better when all the teams are close together. And just a quick note on West Ham. I remember, I think, probably the first podcast we did, we were talking about who do we think is going to get relegated from the Premier League. And I said West Ham. But they've won their last two games after losing 1-0 to Burnley. They won 3-1 and 4-0 against Norwich and Watford. And Mikel Antonio went and scored four goals in, in that game, all four for them. So I don't think they'll get relegated now. And I think that's fair enough to them because they're a massive club. And it looks like Bournemouth are going down. Um, which is unfortunate because we have seen this season, they have been good. Like uh, last week, they beat Leicester 4-1, which is, you know, quite unexpected. Solanke scored his first goal in, I think, two years or something. He scored two goals. And and Leicester, you know, losing 4-1, that isn't great. And as well as Leicester losing 4-1, they lost 3-0 to Tottenham earlier on. Do you think kind of Leicester will still get into the Champions League this season with the last game up and coming? Or do you think that that's not going to happen now? Man United and Leicester are both on 62 points. Leicester only, really, and even then, Man United still have one more game to play extra to Leicester. So I want Leicester to get Champions League, but I think they're going to get Europa League personally. I can't see them, you know, when you look at their form compared to Man U's, Man U have been unbeaten in the last six games and Leicester have been quite jittery with their form so I don't think they're going to make it into the Champions League but they're definitely going to get European football Yeah, as James said, Man United have the one game in hand against, so we have West West Ham next, but however we do have Leicester in our last game so that would be a very interesting finish in my no, opinion. You've got but... Palace next, don't you? No, i got West Ham, we just play Palace Oh yeah, cool, yeah, cool. my bad, my bad <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I'll say yeah. Leicester's form has been has been it's been fluctuating quite a lot recently. I know we just lost our last game, but I think we'll bounce back, and I think we will get top four, in my opinion. Yeah, I think you're probably right. United have looked great recently. Like I said, obviously a bit of a slip up in the FA Cup, but if they can just get back to where they left off, that would be really good for them. Uh, and Sheffield United as well. They they were what fifth at one point, um, but they've dropped down to eighth. But they did get a great result um, against Chelsea, 3-0, which was really unexpected. Um, do you guys think they can overtake Wolves to get 7th place? Or do you think they'll stick at 8th now? Or they can even go down to 10th, which would be kind of sad to see after they've had such a strong campaign. I think they can uh, go past Wolves. Yeah, if you look at their last two games, they've got Sheffield United. Um, no, not Sheffield United, sorry. They've got um, Southampton on Sunday. And I could definitely see them beating Southampton 100%. Um, it all just depends on if they play their uh, cards right, really, and they play the right lineup. But if even if they do that, um, you know, I could I could see it being quite a difficult period for Sheffield United. 
they, they, I, I think if, you know, they could get into Europa League qualifying place, that'd be great. But I don't know. It's going to be quite difficult for them because Wolves are a very strong team. But I guess we'll see. Yeah, I believe Sheffield United can do it. They've got the fixtures advantage because Wolves, Wolves have Crystal Palace, which is it can be tricky. But Chelsea is going to be a hard team considering they're in great form at the moment, in my opinion. So I believe Wolves will drop points. So it depends on Sheffield United. They've got Everton today and Southampton on Sunday. So I believe they can get it. Yeah, uh, and quickly on the Crystal Palace note, obviously, James, you support them. Um, And you lost 2-0 to Aston Villa, which for me, being a Fulham fan, I will get the maximum amount of satisfaction out of Villa going down. And you guys have just lost 2-0 to them. If you beat them, they would have had no chance of getting back up. So what what happened in that game there? Why did did Villa beat you? And do do you still think they'll go down? Or do you Um, think they'll be all right now? I think they will go down, a hundred percent. Obviously, I'm saying this, you know, I'm I'm not I'm as much of a Villa hater as you are. I'm not a really. I think their players they played very dirty that game. Uh, if you see with the result with that fan, their fans aren't exactly the most pleasant people either. You know. Um, yeah. I think in that game we just we we after that disallowed goal from Sacco, which I think is an absolute joke and shouldn't have been, you know, disallowed at all but it happened and I've got to move on from that but I think the dive from Grealish was a joke you know he stepped on Patrick Ranan Holt's foot and then he acted as if Patrick Ranan Holt impeded him which is a joke um I think this this you know that game was really shocking from us after the after the handball incident we just capitulated we were shocking after that and it's sad to see because we, we could have we should have beaten them really. You know, we had, we had some great results this season, two one against Man U. Um we played well against Liverpool in our first game against them at Sellers Park. Um, you know, we've been playing good before the restart, and then the restart came and we, you know, what, seventeenth in the table based on form? It's a joke, really. Yeah, I mean you you have been struggling the last few games, but at least you're safe from relegation, you're not gonna go down. Um and and you know you you haven't you're not a bad team you haven't been playing badly but hopefully Villa do go down it it's pretty much guaranteed that they will be unless results go really in their favour but I I don't think that will work out to be honest. I wanted to touch yeah. um, on James talking about their bad form like they've lost their last six games and they they've been pretty unlucky Palace because especially against Chelsea they didn't deserve to lose that game in my opinion but I just believe they've got their yeah exactly like I said. Yeah, they don't look bad at all. It's just, yeah, it's just kind of some unlucky decisions and results, isn't it, really? And um, James, you touched on Southampton earlier. uh, And obviously, Jay, being a Man United fan, Southampton did manage to draw to you, was it 96th minute or something mental like that? And obviously, they beat Man City as well. So do you think Southampton can be kind of a bit of a driving force next season? Maybe be challenging for kind of, you know, 7th or 8th place? Or do you think that's not possible? No, I, I think Southampton they're in form at the moment to me, to be honest. But no, I just don't see them coming seven to eight next season. They've had against. I'm not gonna lie. I think the Man United game was a bit. It was our mistake. Harry Maguire was marking our, our own defender, and we got unlucky conceded in the 96th minute. Unbelievable. Um, I think they can. Like, 
you know, Southampton are a very talented team uh, with very talented players. Uh, the manager, as you were saying on the first podcast, he's very effective. I don't know, what you, like you said, I don't know what he's done, but he's managed to turn the team around. Um, so I, I wouldn't say they'll be, you know, European football contenders by any means, but I reckon they could be expecting a top half finish. And from that, it's just building on that top half finish, attracting higher profile players, and then, you know, getting into a position where they can challenge for European football. Yeah, I think you're right. They've definitely got a really good foundation now. They found a, a manager that works for them who has good tactics and who can obviously get results against bigger teams. So, and that's how you get top half finishes, isn't it, really? So, you know, we'll, we'll have to kind of see how they do next season. But if Hassan Hootal can keep being as good as a manager as they are, they will be contenders for kind of eighth place or, or seventh place even. So onto the championship, it has been kind of a crazy few weeks because West Brom looked like they were kind of easily getting second. And at one point in the season, Fulham got close, but then dropped a bit. But but now it's really kind of closed to three teams challenging for second. And it's going to be mental on Wednesday because all the teams are playing at the same time. So there's three points between four thirds and second. So that's uh, Brentford, Fulham and West Brom. So Fulham have gone on a bit of a win run and then West Brom and Brentford have slipped up. And because Barnsley scored a 94th minute winner against, I think, fifth place Forest, if they beat Brentford, they stay up. So now they have something to actually play for. You kind of never know what could happen in the game. West Brom and Fulham have to play QPR and Wigan. And for me, being a Fulham fan, I'm just going to have kind of three screens going, the Fulham game, the Brentford game and the QPR game uh, and the West the West Brom QPR game. And hopefully if results go away, we could get promoted. Um, do you guys think that results could go a certain team way or do you think West Brom will just win and that'll be that? There'll be no kind of twists and turns on the final day. Well, look, there's only, you know, one more fixture left. Uh, West Brom being that, like you said, against QPR. I, I personally can't see QPR beating West Brom. Um, but then again, saying that, I can definitely see Fulham winning their game against, um, who is it against? Wigan. Yeah, Wigan. Are, I can see them beating Wigan, definitely. So, honestly, like, I don't know. It's it's 50-50 because, you know, West Brom just came out of a defeat. So their morale is going to be low, you know, going into the last game. They're going to be nervous. Um, Brentford as well came off the back of a defeat. So, you know, they, they're going to be, you know, both teams are going to be quite shaky, whereas Fulham just came, they're, they're in decent form. So, I, oh, it's just difficult to say. But I don't want to really make a decision because this could honestly go either way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it could go for any team's favour. Um, obviously, West Brom, like I say, they're in prime position, so all they need to do is just draw, just not slip up. But you never know what can happen. Uh, and Jay, what about you? Do you think that um, it's going to just West Brom are just going to do it and that's that? Or do you think Brentford or Fulham could take second place? No, I agree with Scales. He said, as in, as in West Brom and Brentford have always looked like they've been getting promoted, while Fulham have just, they've just gone out winning. They've just been they've kept winning, and then obviously they've obviously because West Brom and Brentford 
Um, Brent, I think Brentford will win though because they they're playing. Who are they playing? They're playing twenty third in the table. Who are they? Yeah, Barnsley. Yeah, Barnsley. I think they'll get the win, but I think West Brom might be a bit shaky, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. A few to be honest, yeah. To be honest, being a Fulham fan, I think I if we kind of don't get second, I'd rather play West Brom um, in the playoffs than Brentford because Brentford have done the double over us this season. They won both games. Whereas when we've played West Brom, uh, we've drawn both times. So obviously that isn't an amazing result, but definitely better than the Brentford one. So we'll have to see what happens on Wednesday, but I think it's going to be really intense to watch, but really kind of entertaining at the same time. So now we'll go on to the fourth week of predicting the score. So we've only got two Premier League uh teams or two Premier League games in it this time and three championship ones because the championship ones really mean something this time so we'll start off with the two Premier League ones first off is Villa v Arsenal so like I say Villa have been quite up and down Um, they beat Palace but then Arsenal suddenly started to regain some form first off James do you think what do you think the score will be do you think Villa can do one over Arsenal or do you just think Arsenal will do it Nah, I think Arsenal are going to win that one. I'm going to say 2-1 to Arsenal. I think they've been looking very strong recently. Obviously, you know, coming off the back of beating the two best teams in the league, uh, getting into the FA Cup final. Um, You know, they're in a very good position right now, morale-wise, and they've got the players for it, and they've got the manager. So I reckon that, obviously, you know, I want Villa to win because that will make for a great video on Arsenal Fan TV. But, you know, um, I think Arsenal are going to win 2-1. I'm not sure because Arsenal's form has fluctuated all season and now they've had two good wins. I feel like they'll be really relaxed. Despite their morale being really high, I just feel like it'll be a draw. I think it'll be 2-2. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, to be honest, Jay, but... Like with the with the morale, I mean, Arsenal. Who knows what can happen with them? Really, like, yeah, like say they're really up and down, and now they've got a few wins. They could kind of that could be a disadvantage to them. But I'm going to agree with James. I think it's going to be an Arsenal win, and I'm just going to go two nil. And on to the next uh, Premier League game. Like I say, these games. Well, for Liverpool, obviously, it doesn't mean anything. But Chelsea really, uh, they they just need to win to be safe in the. Champions League spots. They don't want to slip up or anything. So yeah, Liverpool v Chelsea. Oh, I think that uh, Chelsea will actually win this two-one because, like I say, Liverpool haven't been on good form recently. They've got nothing to play for, and Chelsea have looked good. So yeah, two-one Chelsea. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that one. I um, think Chelsea and Liverpool are gonna. I think Chelsea's gonna beat Liverpool. Um, I can see, you know, uh, Christian Pulisic getting a goal and an assist. And I reckon that Olivier Giroud's going to score the other one because he played brilliantly against Man United in the FA Cup final. And that was against a team that actually like had something to play for. So I feel like now that Liverpool really haven't got anything to, like, you know, they haven't got anything to lose, um, they're going to go in this a bit more complacent. See, so yeah, I can definitely see Chelsea winning. Yeah, I see Chelsea winning as well. Frank Lampard will get his tactics perfect like he did against Man United and obviously Liverpool. Since they've won the league, they've their form hasn't been great. So I just see um, high pressure from Chelsea and I see like, the Mount of Pulisic scoring as well. Yeah, I, I think it's 
we're all in agreement there that Chelsea are going to win that one. But we we all know Liverpool have class players. But I just think it's all as much about mentality as it is about the players as well. So we'll have to see what happens. And then on to the three championship ones. So these are the three games that we've already spoken about today. Uh, West Brom, QPR, Wigan, Fulham and Brentford, Barnsley. So I'm going to be really optimistic for these. So first off, I'm going to say um, a QPR 1-0 win because that does us a favour and I've got to stay positive. But West Brom, I mean, who knows? They, they probably won't slip up, but 1-0 QPR. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that one. I think QPR is going to uh, win 1-0. Going to say that Ezzy's going to score. I have a feeling that he's going to pull out an absolute screamer. I've got, you know, like a... You know, not a feeling that he's going to score a bloody beautiful goal. But that's just me. I believe it'll be 1-0. I reckon um, West Brom, they're, they're going to be nervous on the final day. And I think they'll they'll make one mistake and QPR will pounce. Or a few, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that's true. They could. Um, and, you know, QPR, I, just, I don't really like them, you know, London rivals. But there is nothing more that I want than actually QPR to win. This is probably the only time I've ever wanted QPR to win a game, but it's definitely uh, on Wednesday. And Wigan versus Fulham. So I'm going to say 2-0 Fulham. Although we conceded three last game and scored five, uh, we have been really solid defensively. Before that, we conceded, I think, one goal in four or five games or something. Um, So I don't know how we ended up conceding three last game, but I think we'll just go back to the clean sheets and a 2-0 win. See, I think I think Fulham are going to win this one. Um, like I said before, good form. I can see them winning 2-0 against Wigan because Wigan, you know, they've not been bad. They've just been a bit like, what's been mediocre. Um, yeah. You know, they're 13. They're not doing amazingly. So, yeah, I could definitely see Fulham winning this one 2-0. Yeah, Willem, um, sorry, Fulham have been on a good winning streak recently, apart from the draw against West Brom, which is fair enough. But I feel like Fulham will get the win, despite Wigan are in good form as well. They did win 8-0 against Hull City, so two wins, two draws. But I believe Fulham will get a 1-0 win, in my opinion. Yeah, like you say, that result against Hull, 8-0, is mental. Um, but Hull are now in the relegation zone. They've lost their two best players, so... I'd, they're going down, I think, in my opinion. And uh, the last championship game is Brentford versus Barnsley. Uh, again, uh, Brentford's are in really good form apart from their loss last game. But I, I really want Barnsley to win. And I'm going to say 1-0 to Barnsley because they did beat Nottingham Forest in the 94th minute because they were holding out for a draw. And, you know, Barnsley went and did it. So I think they've got a bit of motivation on their side. They need to win to stay up. So, 1-0 Barnsley. Yeah, I agree. I think Barnsley will win 1-0 as well, purely because, you know, if they lose this, they're going down. If they win, then um, they, you know, they, they climb above Charlton. Um, they climb above Luton and they, they'll have been a really secure position. But this could, I, I, this could go either way because we know how good a team Brentford is. But I do believe that Barnsley are going to win 1-0. I think it'll be a very cagey game because obviously one's trying to stay up in the league, one's trying to get promoted. So it's going to be cagey, it's going to be mistakes, I think. 
So I think it will be a nil-nil draw. I just don't think any teams will let each other open up. Yeah, I think honestly, a one-nil or a nil-nil. I, I mean, for all night, I know Brentford could just go and win five-nil, but let let's hope not. Um, Brentford have won kind of seven-nil, I think, against Luton this season or something. But hopefully they don't do that against Barnsley. Um, you know, they're they're a decent side. They beat us three-nil actually. Um, when we were at home, so obviously they do have kind of good players. Uh, we slipped up that game, obviously. We weren't expecting to lose that, but it's shown that they can do it and hopefully they do that against Brentford. So just kind of a quick note on the Man City ban. So obviously we've spoken about it a bit on the podcast before about if they will get Champions League or not, but we never really went into that much detail about the actual ban. So um, they got banned because of FFP and then they just got it removed, basically. They had to pay a fine, I think it was £10 million, which obviously means they've done something wrong, but they've just removed the original punishment. So in my opinion, I think it's a bit ridiculous how how they've, how they've UEFA have done that because um, well, they've just removed a punishment for a team and now they can go do whatever they want. What are your guys' opinion? Do you think it was fair enough that they got the ban removed or do you think that just shouldn't have happened? Yeah, I, I don't think that's fair at all. Because let's say this, you know, hypothetically, like hypothetically speaking, this same thing happened to um, Newcastle. Let's say they 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 be they be finished because well not finished, but they you know be in a very bad situation because they haven't got the same amount of money as of late that Man City do. Whereas Man City had the money to you know buy like what. A hundred, like you know, lawyers, very you know, high standard ones in that, um, that could you know go along and do great things for the club, and then ended up taking away this ban from European football and only getting a fine of ten million, which is literally nothing. To um, you know, man, that's that's nothing. So I I don't think it's fair at all. You know, you've done something bad in the sport, you have to be punished for it, and it just goes to show this. This is a you know, it's a quite a money run sport i think it's just i i don't think it's fair really but you know i think i agree with scales points as well they, they, they've got financial agreements for too many people and um got as, as scales said they have so many lawyers that they're able to just dismiss the appeal which it's not right in my opinion and also as a man united fan i'm unhappy as well because it means our top four chances are could be deteriorating yeah, that's that's true. It has such a big impact on other teams that kind of some people might not realise. And and like James said as well, if Newcastle or, or a club like that got a FFP ban or something like that, they wouldn't have as much money as Man City and they wouldn't be able to fight it. Um, so I think, yeah, like James said, obviously we all love football, but it's really money-based and that kind of shows it um, that that the actual situation shows it more than most other situations really thank you very much for listening to the fifth episode of the football fan central podcast don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram and subscribe through spotify apple Podcasts, and soundcloud thank you